hey, I have some good news. So there is something that you can do when you feel off, overwhelmed, and not at all optimistic. And it's pretty easy to learn. And my brain usually makes that mean that it's not effective, but my brain would be very wrong about this. Today, I have a guest that is going to be talking about tapping or emotional freedom technique. And we had a good laugh about learning EFT from a naturopath and how we both considered it a little bit woo-woo at the time and how our skepticism kind of came in at first. But Lauren's story about how she came to EFT and then my experience and my story working with her as she guided me through a session, well, those might help shift your brain's barrier to entry when it comes to using tapping as a solid technique to help you find calm and work through fear. So Lauren Wolf is here today and she is a therapist in Connecticut and I don't know, she's just so real and down to earth and I love talking to her. And of course she explains EFT. She takes us through a tapping session. She helps us understand that our bodies can really turn down the emotional volume and actually work through fear by using tapping. And I'll tell you, this stuff fascinates me. And as much as possible, I want to share effective skills with you all, skills that you can have kind of easy access to, and EFT is one of them. So I know you'll get a lot out of listening to our conversation, and I will see you on the other side with Lauren Wolf. Hey, it's Vicki Smith. Welcome to Power to the Pleasers podcast. Want to start doing things on your terms and finally feel confident just being yourself in relationships? Well, you've landed in the right place. Here we break down your people-pleasing and perfectionistic patterns so you can move from being polite and doing it right to showing up, speaking up, and even laughing it up with people. Not sure it's possible? Well, stick around, friend. I'll show you how. everybody. So we have a guest today, um, Lauren Wolf. And Lauren and I were just laughing because we recorded on her podcast too, mm-hmm. Your Zen Friend, which I would highly recommend, um, that we met each other on a Facebook group for podcasters. Yes. <laughs> so who knew? Mm-hmm. But when she posted something about being a therapist and then the name of her show, Your Zen Friend, I was friend. I was like, who are you? Where are you? Can we talk? <laughs> and we have. So, Lauren, hello. Welcome to the show. Thank and you. If you had just like Reader's Digest version mm-hmm. of what you'd like folks to know about you, because sure. this is a going to be a conversation between two therapists and we can Mm -hmm. maybe go off onto tangents but yes for the non-therapists who want to know what you do as a therapist and also kind of where you are and yeah yeah you got it so i work as a licensed therapist as you mentioned my focus is really on anxiety is really my specialty mainly with children and adolescents And I work in Sandy Hook, Connecticut. I've got a lovely new office. It's kind of set back in these hills with a waterfall and Mm. a river and it's gorgeous. And I absolutely love what I do. I've done this for 
about 20 plus years and I love the families that I work with. So yeah, I, you know, I do a number, you know, I work with some other conditions as well, but mainly specialize in anxiety. Yeah. Well, we are on the same trajectory with mm -hmm. our careers as well. Yeah. I've been doing this for about 20 years. And so, oh my goodness, we've heard yeah. some stories. We've yes. had some, some time <laughs> with folks, learned our lessons as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Still in the process. Always. And one of the things that I wanted to get you on the show to talk about is EFT, which is people might've heard of it. Tapping mm -hmm. is another way of saying it, emotional freedom technique. But I just wanted to let folks know that the way that we got in touch with each other is because we wanted to be on each other's shows. Mm -hmm. So here we were doing that. And also you were very generous to offer to do a tapping session with me about some anxiety I had around travel and some things that um, were going on in my personal life. And it was freaking phenomenal. Yeah. So thank you for offering oh, that. My pleasure. It was a joy. Yeah. Yeah. So I know just enough about EFT mm -hmm. to kind of follow along with an app. And we mm -hmm. talked about the app. And yes, I, yes. <laughs> highly recommend that if you want to introduce yourself, you can maybe do that, mm -hmm. but find a sure. practitioner. Yeah. Because I mean, it will take you a lot deeper than of course yeah. the app will. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So when we work together, I mean, you really helped me decrease my discomfort. And I almost want to say like this tapping thing like mm -hmm. when we when we were done with it, I, I even did a podcast on it because I was like, mm -hmm. I'm like, this is a keeper. Can you just kind of intro us sure. into what tapping is and mm -hmm. yeah, people that aren't really familiar with it and yeah. Yeah. Just yeah, sure. la launch us into the topic and then we'll okay. go from there. Sounds good. So EFT, it also is called tapping and it stands for emotional freedom technique. And really a quick explanation is you're tapping on different meridian points and meridian points come from Chinese medicine. So if you think about acupuncture, we're not using needles, but with acupuncture, right? You have a practitioner place little tiny needles on different points of your body. And with tapping, you're just applying pressure by tapping with your fingertips on different points of your body, but you're combining it in a sense with talk therapy because you're talking about what you're experiencing in the moment. So by doing that, by that combination of really acknowledging what's going on for you, and I've been taught and I find that it leads to the best results when you just start with like what feels the biggest and, you know, a, a negative, what we would call a negative emotion. I mean, there's no such thing as positive right. or negative emotions, but <laughs> something intense, I guess, an intensity that doesn't feel enjoyable, right? So imagine that I yelled at my child this morning and I was feeling like, oh my God, I'm such a bad mother, right? right? So I would, I would just say, even though this is how you start. There's like a little formula. So you start mm -hmm. with tapping on the side of your hand and you would say, even though I feel like such a bad mother 
And then zero to 10, I would do a little suds rating and how big does it feel? Ooh, it feels like an eight. So even though I feel like a bad mother, it's an eight. And then you have what we call a balancing statement. So mm-hmm. it's something positive. The gold standard in EFT, what you often hear is I love and accept myself, or it could be, I want to feel peace and calm. I use that one a lot. Or I liked that one. Yeah. yeah. With children, I often use, I'm still an awesome kid. Oh, yeah. Kids really like that. You'll usually get like a little giggle, their eyes light up. And so we'll say, you know, we'll do that setup statement, even though I feel like a bad mother, it feels like an eight. I love and accept myself. And you say that three times while tapping on the side of your hand. And then you would go up to the top of your head and you would just kind of say something that encapsulates that emotion. So I feel like a bad mother. And then you go through these other points. There's nine points total. And just, I feel like a bad mother. I feel like a bad mother. And you go all the way around and you usually go a few times all the way around. And then you check in and you notice how big does it feel now? Sometimes it gets bigger. Usually it gets smaller. Sometimes it stays the same if it's something that's really big and you just really stick with it until you get that intensity down. Right. That's it in like a nutshell. Now, you know, the internet is like the wild west. And so you'll (laughs) see in so, in so many ways, right? So you'll see people doing it in lots of different ways, but the way I was taught, just keep it super simple like that. You don't Mm want to, you know, you want to stay with what they call one aspect at a time. So that one aspect is, I feel like a bad mother. So I'm not going to do, I feel like a bad mother. And also I feel like a bad wife. And also I really screwed up at work today, (laughs) you know, like, no, you just stick with that one thing. And if you think of like a funnel, you often will start kind of big or vague. Like I feel like a bad mother, and then it can get down to something more specific. Like I'm so upset with myself because I'm just constantly yelling at my children. Right. Or, or maybe like I used to have another therapist friend. I, she's still my friend, but she, we used to work together and we used to joke that you might as well always start with, I am unworthy because right. very often you start yes. with something big and do, 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 that's what you get down to at the bottom. So I think you can have really great response to things like, like, I love to just start tapping at the top of the head. And you know what, Vicki, if people, I'll, give you my email. If people want to email me, I'll give them, I'll be happy to send them a graphic of showing the different tapping points. Oh, yes. Uh Uh-huh. So fancy. I have to now make that graphic, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get on it. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's been on my to-do list. So now I will make it happen. Now we Um, lit a fire. Yes. Now we lit a fire for sure. But you start at the, the top of the head. It actually doesn't matter which of the nine points you start with. But I was taught to keep it simple. You start at the top, you work your way down, right? So yes. you, you know, you go to the side of the hand for the setup statement and then right to the top of the head and you just tap your way down. So one thing I like to do sometimes after work, maybe, I don't know how safe this is, but driving, I'll just use one hand and tap like mm-hmm. the top of my head and just, you know, take an in breath, take a nice long out breath and then go to my eyebrow point, then the side of my eye, under my eye, under my nose, my chin, 
under the collarbone, under the armpit, and the top of the hand. And just kind of go through these points. This is lovely to just do right before bed too. Oh, it just yes. can be very calming and centering. If it's something like, I feel like a bad mom because I yelled at my kid, you might also 15, 20 minutes be able to just stay with that and feel that intensity decrease. Mm -hmm. If it's something big, like a trauma, there is a protocol that can be done, but then I would say work with a clinician, work with right. someone certified in tapping and even better, also a licensed provider. Mm -hmm. um, if you go on the site EFT International, you can put in your location and find people either nice. near you or people who will work over Zoom. So yeah, yeah, it's a very different experience, I think, when you tap with someone else and for mm -hmm. myself, if I've got something big going on, I have a colleague that I will go and tap with because I just can't do the same on my own that I yes. can do with her. Yeah. I mean, when I first heard about tapping, mm -hmm. it was a while ago and I thought, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, like I was learning about Bach flower remedies and I was learning mm -hmm. about homeopathy, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. homeopathic medicine. And I was really into, I mean, I've been open to all this kind of stuff for a mm -hmm. long time, this kind of stuff, whatever yeah. I, I labeled <laughs> it like that. And yet when I was in a really crunchy period mm -hmm. of time, you know, over the pandemic, of course, but then just doing some inner work and really coming up against some blocks that I just didn't feel like mindfulness helped me or mm. at the time I wasn't seeing an IFS inter, um, internal family systems therapist and I was trying to do my own work it feels like EFT really just held me it feels mm. like it really because it might sound strange to kind of mm -hmm. say a statement that doesn't feel really good to say like yeah, I'm I feel like I'm a bad mother mm -hmm. and and like some people might be like, oh, well, I'm tapping that into my body. Mm, like, how mm -hmm. is that helping? It's like, yeah, it just like tapping on those points mm -hmm. sends messages to our body, our brain that says I'm making this up right now so you can help me. Yeah. That says like the nervous system can calm down around this mm -hmm. because totally. when we say things like that to ourselves and help me again, yeah, I I imagine that we are, as I know this, as a therapist, mm -hmm. we're hijacking our nervous system. We're mm -hmm. getting the thoughts that lead to emotions that lead to sensations that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So when tapping came in and when I started doing this mm -hmm. app stuff before I met you and tapped with somebody, even that would take down like two, maybe two mm -hmm. from an eight to a six or something. Sure. But even that felt like oh, wow, I'm doing something helpful for my body. I'm mm -hmm. doing something helpful mm -hmm. for my emotional state. Yeah. So I wonder if you could just share like, sure, like because you focus on mm -hmm. anxiety and I love that you work with kids too, because this yeah. is something that, that is so helpful for little people to- oh, um, Kids, yeah, kids will respond really well to it because they don't have all the baggage that we have yes. as adults. So they yes. don't get stuck in the, this is weird. And they also very often as an adult, you know, I'm 50, so I've got lots of experience and lots 
lots of baggage. And so I'll mm -hmm. tap down one aspect and something else will come up. And then I have to mm -hmm. tap down that where kids will just, you know, usually I will not tap with children more than five or 10 minutes because A, mm -hmm. they'll get bored, but B, yeah. you, don't, you don't typically have to. Oh my God, that's Which amazing. Is amazing. Where with adults, you know, I've done up to 90 minute sessions, mm -hmm. but typically more like an hour long session. So mm -hmm. I guess here's what I would say to, you know, kind of what you were just riffing on, which is I too, when I first was introduced to EFT, I was like, this is crazy and I can't do this. And I'm super, I like woo woo stuff. I'm Same. into holistic. Same. I've worked <laughs> with naturopaths for years. Yes. Right? But I just, when it was introduced, I'm like, I am working with Fairfield County parents and they are not effing around. And okay. if I like just start doing this tapping thing, they're going to think I'm nuts and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really have buy-in, but then I had an experience and I'll try not to get off too much on a tangent. I'll just say quickly that Nick Ortner, who yes. wrote the book, The Tapping Solution, and he's kind of like the guy nowadays for tapping, mm -hmm. right? He lives in my town here in Newtown. And when the Sandy yeah. Hook tragedy happened, which people you know, probably remember was about 10 years ago, um, mm. 26 individuals were killed when a shooter went into an elementary school. Our community here was devastated. And it was really... I think probably hard to find an individual that was not traumatized yes. and working as a therapist, I did not have skills. I was, you know, I was taught really kind of what we'd say cognitive behavioral skills for mm -hmm. healing trauma, which is talk therapy. But now we know that can often re-traumatize people. So right. I had an experience going to a, like a workshop for clinicians working with families and supporting them through the, the Sandy Hook tragedy. It was right before the first year anniversary, and it had been mm. one hell of a difficult year. Mm -hmm. And in that experience, Nick, the author, was tapping with another clinician, and we were all tapping along. There's something called, oh, what do they call it? It sounds kinky. It's like tapping something. <laughs> something with benefits, right? Like it's, it sounds totally kinky, but, but it's just that you're tapping along. And even though this clinician's experience wasn't exactly my own, there yes. was some crossover to my experience working, supporting families and having my own family. And my son mm -hmm. was the same mm -hmm. age as the children who were murdered. And we were in a different school <sighs> because Newtown has um, a number of different elementary schools, but it's a small town. So at any rate, I had this experience. I went into like the ugly cry and I'm with, mm -hmm. this is all clinicians. There was even a guy that had been my advisor in college happened to be there. Right. And wow. I'm trying not to like make a scene. So I'm not breathing. I'm surprised I didn't pass out. <laughs> and then I go, <laughs> I went home that night and I'm putting my son to bed and he's seven. And every night I would kiss him goodnight and say goodnight to him. And I would think, what if this had been my son? And now we're right. this far out, this long since I've seen him. And yes. every time I would think that, I would have a horrible, like physical, emotional response, as you can mm -hmm. imagine. But instead, it was like a little voice said, like, this isn't for you. Like, that's not your, that's not your story. And I had no emotional response. And I was like, wow. well, that's weird. And then it just kept happening. And so 
when I had that experience, I was like, I need to learn more because mm -hmm. I, I want to do more work for myself and I want to be able to bring this to our community. And right. I got involved with a, a group here in Newtown and it was through Nick Ortner and it was really beautiful. And we did a ton of training for a year and a half. I was selected with one of one out of 10 clinicians to be trained. And then I went on and did my own training. And now I can certify other individuals and teach level oh, nice. one and level two. I'm too busy as a clinician <laughs> post COVID to have time to do that. But I intend to get to that at some point because I love it. Mm -hmm. Right. So what is so beautiful with EFT is that in talk therapy, you know, not IFS, internal family systems is different. And I think it's similar. Mm -hmm. I'm, I feel like we're throwing all the anagrams like IFS, EFT, EFT, <laughs> KFC, CDT, yes, <laughs> KFC, yes. Uh, Mickey D's, I don't know, like, <laughs> DK, with like regular talk therapy of like, hey, Vicky, tell me how you're doing today. What's good this week? What? And you know, there's, I do some of that too. There's, that can be mm -hmm. helpful as well, but you're really accessing the front of the brain, that prefrontal yes. cortex where it's reasoning and logic, right? With EFT, when you're tapping the same as internal family system, IFC, it accesses the amygdala. So uh... it is, you are having an experience. You're not thinking your yes. way out of something. And here's the problem I think with, like if we think back to, I believe it was like 1990s and positive affirmations were all the mm -hmm. rage, like mm -hmm. I am enough, right? Like I am good, I am doing a great job today. Well, if you've got a big part of you that says bullshit, you just yelled at your kid, you're a horrible mom. And you're like, nope, 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 right. I'm just gonna keep saying it. I am doing a great job. It doesn't feel real. So yeah. instead, when we take that time and we really sit with and tap on, even though I feel like a horrible mother and we're acknowledging what's there, that's where then you're often able to get to a place of, and I'm doing my best job and no one's perfect. Right. And I'm 95% of the time a loving present mom it's okay to lose it sometimes. Like you right. have that shift where now you're open maybe to that positive affirmation. But before it was like, it wasn't really effective much of the time. Right. And that's what I love about the body type work, right? Where yes. we are speaking directly to the nervous system, the, yeah. you know, the parts of our, yeah parts of our brain totally. where, and we're saying like, I'm going to speak your language mm -hmm. and I need your help. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, because we're not just, you know, from the chin down, we're not, yeah. we're not really tuned into that a lot of times. And so what I'm hearing you say is it's an experience. And mm -hmm. I think that I can, I can vouch for that. The experience mm -hmm. I had with you tapping with me and we did it for an hour, maybe more. Mm -hmm. I was no pun intended. I mm -hmm. tapped into a different part of me mm -hmm. that could see the situation from a new perspective. Mm -hmm. And that new perspective was one of just personally for me, it was one of, you know, I, I do have a strength in me. I do have capabilities in me. I do have a skill set in me mm -hmm. that I can handle this 
thing that I'm getting ready to do that I felt so yeah. much fear around. And I felt that in my body mm -hmm. that I wasn't as, yeah, I wasn't as constricted. Mm -hmm. And I think that experience of feeling less constricted, which can go with anxiety and things like that. Yeah allows you to really begin to trust mm -hmm. that this was a thought, this was a fearful thought that took me down, mm -hmm. you know, a, a dark alley and it yeah. kind of hijacked my nervous system, mm -hmm. my emotional ability to think clearly. Mm -hmm. And so I really do appreciate this skill. I appreciate yeah. this technique and the, and the tapping solution is the app that, mm -hmm. yeah. um, yeah. And that's the, um, yeah. Nick Ortner and I think his siblings actually, yes. his brother, are... his sister, his sister-in-law. Yeah. It's like a family mm -hmm. affair. Everyone's mm -hmm. tapping. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's, it's a, it's a cool app for introduction yeah. Absolutely. and visuals yeah. and yeah. Yeah. And this so. is what I love about EFT, which I think, you know, and forgive me if I'm not getting this correct because I'm, I'm not super familiar with EMDR, but my understanding is with EFT, it's much, it's much easier to use on your own as a tool than like mm -hmm. EMDR. You always have to be with a clinician, which I guess isn't fully true. I know there's like some like, bilateral tapping, right, right, that you can do. But with EFT, you really do have the skills to sit down. And, you know, even though I feel so embarrassed mm -hmm. that I just insulted this person by accident and it's a 10, I feel yes. sick to my stomach. Like you really can use it in a way completely on your own. Again, that yeah. isn't like for trauma healing. For trauma healing, yes. please work with a clinician. It can just be super effective. And I love, I love, love, love giving clients tools, right? Like my goal is that they don't have to be with me forever and ever, but that, mm -hmm. you know, I'm thinking of, I've got this one client I've worked with since she was in eighth grade and she's got some stuff going on in her family that is not easily changed. No, they're not looking to change it. And it, you know, really impacts her in a, in a terrible way. So she's a graduating senior now and she's mm -hmm. going on to college. And so I won't be able to work with her anymore. She's going to college in a different state, but we have weaned mm -hmm. down. We're not even working mm -hmm. together on a regular basis. I've seen her grow in such beautiful ways and tapping is something we've done together. Mm -hmm. And now she takes those tools that she goes on and she doesn't at the first point of having an uncomfortable feeling or having conflict in her life have to run and find another therapist because she has ways to help yes. herself. Yeah, I, I loved that aspect of the experience with you as well. I came away feeling more trust in myself. Mm, that's beautiful. Um, and that I had something in my little side pocket over here yeah. that I could do. And it doesn't mean I forgot. I, yeah, I forgot about tapping mm -hmm. like at some point. And then recently I was like, oh, wait, I still don't really know like mm -hmm. what words I want to use for this, but mm -hmm. I get the gist of it and I know oh, the yeah. points and it's walked me through. And if I ever do that level one, two tapping, Vicki. Oh my God, please <laughs> yes. tell me. Yes, I, it's, yes, I'd like to. I will, well, I, I will. Good, good. Yes. Not to make everybody else happy, but just <laughs> right, right, right. You, yes, you as feel, we talk about people you feel pleasing. Ready. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, I want to ask about EFT as far as mm. um, helping my people pleasing clients oh, because totally. mm -hmm. I think it comes, uh, I think it can be a very helpful tool yeah. with boundary setting. Totally. And for boundary setting with mm -hmm. me, I don't necessarily like people to go out and just sort of act as if they could set a boundary. Mm -hmm. and sort of white knuckle it. I want them to yeah. stop doing that because I think it throws us into fight or flight or oh, as totally. we know now, we're fawning, right? Mm -hmm. That's the, yeah. that's a, a term now. Yeah. So I really feel like because EFT works with the inside of us and it's a personal mm -hmm. experience and it helps us calm the nervous system down and not mm -hmm. just follow those fearful thoughts. Mm -hmm. I would love to just pick your brain about how could we help people pleasers who want to feel confident or more clear when they are ready to set a boundary? Mm -hmm. How could EFT help with that? Like how yeah. could it help someone feel stronger inside when they're like, you know what? I do have to have this conversation and it, it might be totally. a difficult one. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got to show up for it. And yeah. I want to feel like I have my own back. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, yeah. yeah. I think it can t help in some really profound ways because, so let's imagine as you brought up, someone's about to have a difficult conversation and let's say they are, I don't know, this is coming to mind. Let's say they are telling a babysitter they no longer need their services. Oh, yes. 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 Cause I'm just, I'm remembering, I want, this is terrible. Vicki, you just did a recording for me on my podcast and I'm like admitting <laughs> to all these terrible people pleasing <laughs> situations. But I once had a babysitter who was just 12 years old. She was a next door neighbor. My kids were uh -huh. like elementary school age. So, and the idea was that, you know, they were probably like age six and like eight that she would come over and just play with them, but I would be home. That would mm -hmm. give me a break. But what it turned out to be is she would tend to just talk to me and hang out and then I would make her snacks and I'd also <laughs> be paying her, right? <laughs> All right. So let's imagine. Let's I imagine like her I style, by the way. <laughs> I yes, right? I like her. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you look at it from that perspective, it's a good gig. It's sure. always a good gig, yes. <laughs> so let's imagine that I decided I, this actually wasn't really helpful and I just wouldn't use her anymore. I think, of course, I probably continued to. Okay, so imagine I have to have a conversation and say, like, you know, she's been coming once a week and I need to tell her it's not going to work. What I would do is sit down. For me, I would close my eyes because that's how I check in. Mm -hmm. I would take a couple deep breaths and I would just ask myself, like, imagine having this conversation. What do I notice? What is the intensity? Mm -hmm. How big is it? Like, I might not even be able to give it a describing word for a feeling yet. I could just start right. with how big does this feel? How big is the intensity when I think of telling this sitter that I won't need her weekly any longer? Mm -hmm. you know, and say it's a nine out of 10, you always go zero to 10. Okay. And then I, then I would just start with something as simple as even though, as I imagine telling this sitter, I don't need her anymore. It's a nine. I love and accept myself. I would two right. more times side of my hand through the points. I would start at the top of my head. It's a nine, you know, or, uh, mm -hmm. this feels big. 
or yes. this feels uncomfortable or whatever the words are that feel biggest for me when I use it. And I would mm-hmm. do a few rounds. And so probably after doing a few rounds, I would get some more clarity on it. Like it feels uncomfortable because it feels like I'm being mean. Ooh, right. Big, you know, how big is that? Well, it's a little bit smaller. It's a six. So then I'd go back to the side of my hand, even though I'm imagining telling the sitter I don't need her anymore and I feel mean and mm-hmm. it's a six, right? And then the top of my head, I feel mean working through the points. Right. I feel mean. I feel mean doing that a few times and then notice what else comes up. And probably after like 15, 20 minutes max, it's going to really come down in a way. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to have a shift, what we therapists like to call a reframe, right? Right. Where I can say maybe it's something like, I'm sure she'll find other opportunities or it's actually not mean. This isn't working for me. Um, Yeah. Where now it feels different. And now, like, I love how you talked about not wanting people to white knuckle it, knuckle it, not Mm -hmm. wanting people to white knuckle it. I have a Mm -hmm. friend that we jokingly will, you know, talk about situations like that and we'll leave each other voice memos and be like, no more white knuckle. Yes. Because I think what tends to happen then we white knuckle it and then instead of it being what psychologists would call like a corrective experience where it goes well and now you're feeling confidence, it's a setback because it reinforced how absolutely horrible it can feel sometimes to have conflict in a way that now you never want to do that again. And you're left thinking about this horrible experience. So now you feel more calm, more grounded, more sure of your decision and better able to go and have that difficult conversation, no matter what it is, right? Certainly not just for parents. It could be with your boss. It could be with your best friend or your partner, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that because especially that I feel mean. I think that that happens when we're doing, you know, setting a boundary or saying no. And it's a thought and it, it's a thought that's happened enough that it becomes a belief Mm -hmm. that we say when I'm telling someone Mm -hmm. that something has to end or when I'm correcting someone that I now believe that I am mean. And doing that because I'm a pleaser and I want to be super understanding and always, you know, walk in the other person's shoes and always give people a break. Mm -hmm. And so really relaxing that thought that has a belief, you know, entwined in it of I'm mean if I tell Mm -hmm. her that I no longer need her to come over and, you know, sit with the kids. If you don't feel mean. Mm -hmm you don't have to wade through all of that rehearsing what you're going to say and Mm -hmm. worrying about it. It just becomes a little cleaner and a little easier. I would even venture to add to, to let someone know, like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm giving somebody information about what no longer works. Absolutely. Yes. I, I had a wise therapist say to me years ago, I think I was in my twenties. Like if it's, if saying yes to someone else is a no to you, then it's Mm -hmm. a no. And, and while that made sense, logically, emotionally, Mm -hmm. it didn't always feel good to be giving that no. So tapping is a great way of, okay, logically, you know, oh yeah, this is a no, Mm -hmm. but if I think about doing this, you know, I'd rather 
put bamboo shoots under my fingernails. Right. Okay. So let's tap on this. Let's just tap mm -hmm. on the intensity of it and just see. And this is what I love too, Vicki, with tapping. It's you get to just be curious and see where mm. you go. And it's so fun when I'm tapping with other people because I don't have to have the answers. And right. guess what? I barely have the answers for myself. I certainly don't have them for other people. Right. Um, right. And so that's the beauty. And wow, it's so crazy what pops up you just never know it's just you know mm -hmm. you just never know where it's going to lead you but so often it leads me to places where i'm like wait what oh that's what's going on okay mm -hmm. now i get yes. it it's reminding me of this thing when i was a kid great so now let me think about that thing when i was a kid Ooh, when i think about that how big does that feel oh mm -hmm. i feel sadness that's that's an eight okay even though I'm thinking of that time when I was a kid and I feel the sadness and it's an eight, you know, and then tapping in the points, all the sadness, all the sadness. Yes. You're being with yourself in such a kind, loving way. Yes. So often, you know, we know things logically, but emotionally it's different. It's that I love the example and kids get this when you know, there's nothing funky like a monster or a demon under your bed but you're still scared to put your feet down like because it feels yeah. like there is, right? Yeah, that's how it is, right? We logically know it's a no for me, it's a no, mm -hmm. but emotionally it doesn't feel that way. So you can tap on it and get to a place of, it is a no and I'm good with it being a no and yes. I can tell you with kindness and I can also let you have your feelings even if your feelings are really difficult ones, like maybe you feel disappointed and mm -hmm. I can allow you to feel disappointed and it can be okay. Oh, I love that you brought that word up because I know so many of my clients are like, I don't want to disappoint anyone. Right. Yeah. And it holds us back. So I really feel like EFT has been a gift and it has, it hasn't been like you were saying with kids, they don't have all the, you know, mental stumbling blocks and hurdles yeah. for it to work. But I really feel feel that mm -hmm. it was a gift for me before I went and mm -hmm. had to do this thing that you helped yeah. me feel better about. And I was open to so much more in the experience because I didn't have this filter of fear that everything had mm -hmm. to come through. So yeah, it's, it's a hoot with kids. I'm just thinking of this little boy <laughs> and he came in he's like i'm so angry with my sister and i'm like why what's going on she keeps showering before me she knows i don't like it when she showers before me so i'm like well why don't you like it when she showers before you and he's like oh no i think we decided to tap because it felt really big and i was like you want to tap on it he's like yeah so i'm like all right what do you not like about when she showers before you he's like she's got foot fungus <laughs> <laughs> This like, is a smart thing. Yes, yes. Right? I was like, oh, but you know what? We tapped on it. And then he gets to a point. He goes, I'll just rinse it before I get in. Done. Yes. Right. It had all come down and now they weren't getting into arguments every night at bedtime. So huge. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things I was actually curious about. And you've, yeah. you've shared it throughout this episode is just those cool things that happen mm -hmm. with your clients yeah, so as, cool. you, as you've done this work. And I love yeah. that. I love that last example too, because yeah. you come up with a solution instead of mm -hmm. being shut down 
and kind of banging your head against this emotional wall of anger or fear or something. And you really do access, not to sound like a therapist, but you really do access Mm -hmm. that frontal lobe where you do have more logic. Totally. And if I had said to him, hey, why don't you just rinse the shower? Right. It would, he would have been annoyed. It wouldn't, it would yes. not have worked. But when he got to it on his own and that intensity had come down, he put it into practice. Right. And that's yeah. the empowering thing. That's what mm-hmm. I feel like has been helpful for me around EFT and just the the capability I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so cool. Because I really feel like I have my own back mm-hmm. because I know how to help myself when my, my emotions yeah. sort of are starting to run the show mm-hmm. um, and they can be consultants. They can be informing me of things, but mm-hmm. they don't have to be behind the wheel. Totally. And this mm-hmm. is one of those things that for me has yeah. just really been a gift of, yeah. and you, you really don't, you don't need equipment, right? It's, no, you it's don't just, need anything. You need your fingers. Yep. <laughs> That's it. And the rest of yeah. your body. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. And um, you know, like, I had this kid, he goes, you know, I can't do this at school. You know, he was in middle school. I was like, Mm -hmm. no, I know. I'm not saying do this full out at school. What you can do, what I like to do, um, you know, my son plays baseball and oh God, that sport is always riddled with like bases are loaded, score is tied, um, no outs. Now they're bringing your son in to pitch. (laughs) (laughs) you're like please championship rides on this and you're like oh i just can't well you know i love you know i'll put this in the guide of course that i will be making the um gamut point which is a point that runs between pinky and knuckle fingers on the top of your hand and you can just take four fingers and just apply pressure just kind of running down that line between the knuckles and just kind of hold that one hand with the other on your lap nobody sees it apply a little pressure and I love to just breathe in for four breathe out for four and then I get to a point where the exhale is longer than the inhale and it is somewhat calming I've actually there were times where half jokingly but we were all doing it I had other parents, we were all tapping on the points under our collarbones with both hands while watching the game. Yes. You're like, you know, it's always down to someone's poor kid feels the weight of the Mm -hmm. world, which is great resiliency building, of course. But in the moment, it's intense, right? You just and especially Mm -hmm. as an empathic person. (laughs) Yes, you just you're feeling all the feelings. So just simply applying pressure to that gamut point, taking some deep breaths, or we have meridian points on our fingertips too. So placing, you know, our fingers together, thumbs together, pointer, middle ring, you know, like you make that little kind of steeple and just applying a little pressure and same thing, go to your breath, or you can just tap the fingers back and forth. And like, it just looks like you're kind of fiddling around Mm -hmm. um, can be helpful. I love that. You just gave us three little shortcuts. Everybody right. loves shortcuts, but everybody, yes. I love shortcuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. that's the cool thing is when you start to learn that your body is not just something that you have to kind of like get in a roller coaster, you know, ride with your, mm-hmm. oh, well, I feel, I feel this way. I guess that's the way I'm going to feel for the rest of the day. It's like, yeah. No, you really can do self-compassion and self-care totally. with 
-hmm. some of these body based Mm -hmm. um, practices and techniques. So absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I hope that people have stayed with us as we've been throwing out, (laughs) you know, CBT and EMDR. (laughs) And by the way, EMDR, if you don't know, is a, is eye movement. Desensitization. Desensitization. Something. Yes. Oh God. I always forget. I movement desensitization. Something with an R. (laughs) Something with an R. Yes. And it's a, it's It's great. Another body-based trauma um, modality. Yes. Yeah. And we know from research that these, you know, what therapists like to call somatic uh, therapies, these therapies that incorporate the body are really effective for healing trauma. Yes. Um, and you know, E, um, EFT. So back to the tapping that Mm -hmm. is considered an energy therapy, which right there makes it sound super woo woo, but Mm -hmm. has had a lot of, um, has had more and more research done on it, showing, showing the effectiveness. Um, and I can just tell you from my own experience, it's not for every single client, Yeah, just, just like anything but I've had some just really profound experiences using it, um, which I'm just so grateful to have it myself as a human being, as a parent, if it's really bad, my kids will tap with me, but it's gotta be bad. Um, and, (laughs) And always, always you'll see that, you know, my daughter more so now that she's older, like if it's really bad, she'll tap with me. And this is a cool thing that happens, Vicki, you'll see like an a release, she'll start immediately yawning. So that's Ah. one of the signs that you're having a shift. Kids Mm -hmm. will start giggling. I had this one little girl one time, I was like, where do you feel it? Where do you feel the intensity? She's like, in my elbows. And then as we started doing it, she just started laughing and could not stop laughing. So I love it. Burping, sometimes you'll have burping. Yeah, but these are all just signs of that shift, which is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So take care of your body, people. Yes. Recognize what's going on underneath this big head we have that makes a bunch of stories up about everything and pulls in the past things we don't want to have happen again and wraps it up with the story of what could be happening now. And yeah, just give yourself the gift of something like tapping or something as easily as tapping your fingers together. So absolutely. All right. Well, tell us all your yeah. stuff, where okay. we can find you, your yeah, podcast so and all that. You can listen to my podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. It's called Your Zen Friend. An episode comes out every Tuesday, A Drop of Zen, which is a short guided meditation. Oh, yes. Love those. So fun. Come comes out every Friday. You can find me on Instagram at Your Zen Friend Pod. You can email me if you want that graphic I'm going to go home and create at your Zen friend. <laughs> no pressure. Yes, no, I was telling Vicky, my daughter was supposed to be helping me with things, but she she resigned. So it's half done. It's half done. At, at your Zen friend pod at gmail.com. And then my website is laurencounseling.com. Okay, good, good. I'll put it all in the show notes. Thank and- you. I just appreciate your time and your energy and that you offered to share EFT with me and that it was so flipping profound. I was like, oh, 
Yeah, this is cool. Um, this is staying. This is staying around. So if anybody needs to have a, a guide, call Lauren and yeah, we'll talk again soon. I'm sure. Thank but you, thank Vicki. You. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about me and how I work, please go to www.powertothepleasers.com. And if you want to get even more special attention, get on the mailing list. It's not fluff. It's not going to waste your time. It's always intentional and educational. So I'll see you there. Later. Later.